Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20 Quartermist. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard around the world. Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. I'm Lee. Coming to you from the DTOM studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Makers Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread on America. I am your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. How is everybody doing out there today? Hopefully you guys are doing splendiferous. Even though it is only Wednesday, still got a couple more days to go this week. But, you know, the hard part's over with, right? Three down, two to go. But, uh, all right, guys. Um, also, uh, please don't forget about our new sponsor to the show, Christian Lawson Watches. Uh, check them out at christianlawson.com and use promo code DTOM at the checkout to get 30% off your purchase price. That's 30% off, guys. That's a pretty big chunk. So check them out. Uh, watches designed in London. Uh Swiss made watches um, haven't gotten mine yet it's, it should be here hopefully soon um, I'm not doing a video uh, show today but as soon as uh, the watch comes we'll get this back up Mike's working diligently on trying to find a figure out a new way to uh, to uh, do the video it's just <laughs> I swear to God I, I uh, recorded I you know we audio video recorded and audio recorded on Sunday. I didn't get the uh, the video uploaded until Monday. So it takes. It's just I don't know, and, and I don't use my computer for anything other than this show. So it's not my computer that's slow. My internet's not that slow. It just takes that long to upload the video. So we're trying to figure out a different way to do it. But as soon as we do, you will be the first to know. All right. On to the stories of the day. Okay, so uh, obviously yesterday, um, you, if you haven't heard, the inflation numbers came out for August. And uh, I just want to play a little uh, montage of what, uh, if you guys recall, this is the Biden administration. Uh, last year, it was over the summer, I think around between May, June, and July. And these are the things that they had to say about uh, about inflation. 
really Let's see what, doubt how you that feel we're about going this. to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about That's what she said. This great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. Transitory. <laughs> and the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's un highly unlikely that it's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Over the last couple of months, uh, we actually saw it trended downward. President Biden's chief of staff, Ron Klain, enthusiastically retweeted an economist who had said in part most of the economic problems we're facing, inflation, supply chains, etc., are high-class problems. What is the grand home plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> that is hilarious. Well, the number one thing that the president can do is help get COVID under control. Uh, that, we know, is the root cause of inflation. President Biden this afternoon saying he thinks we're at the peak of the crisis right now and that lower prices are on the way. And that was in December. Inflation has everything to do with the supply chain. Make no mistake, inflation is largely the fault of Putin. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. If you want to get rid of inflation, the only way to do it is to um, undo a lot of the Trump tax cuts. I think ever since you've come into office, things are really looking up. Gas is up, rent is up, food is up, everything. Big old laugh and glad everyone was feeling good about themselves. That that's montage started back in May of last year and rolled up until January of this year. Those are all the things they told you. Now, the, the kicker about this, or, you know, about that is this. The... um. So, you know, we know, you know, we've talked about it plenty of times on this show that um, inflation um, has steadily climbed since he's been in office, right? So, you know, I'm going to pull up this calculator again. And this, and here's what we're going to do. So, um, I guess it, it won't give me a month by month. So, you know, I just always wonder how they come up with the um, these terms, because um, this inflation calculator is still showing it at a 9.3, so I don't understand how it's at an 8.3. Um, I'm trying to find something real quick. I meant to bring this up before I started the shizzo. Um, so last year, the inflation rate was at 7%. In twenty. When he took, well, during the election and stuff, it was at 1.4. Okay, here it is. So January of this year, well, let's go back to last year. Okay, so they started talking about th that montage was back in uh, May of last year. So at that point, uh, inflation was at 5.0 uh, versus the year prior, May of 2020. It was at a point one, not 1.1 or 5.1 or 10.1 it was at a point one went up to five percent so june 5.4 july same august september 5.4 uh october up to 6.2 and then here's your steadily increase 
uh, November 6.8, December 7.0. Now, the funny thing is it gives an average. So the average inflation rate for the year of 21 was 4.7. I'm surprised they're not trying to tout that, but it's only because the beginning of the year was at a one point whatever. Then into this year, January 7.5, 7 7.9, 8.5, 8.3, 8.6, 9.1, 8.5, 8.3 last month. But in the meantime, prices are steadily going up. And then the kicker is they, um, (laughs) so May of last year, so that's, that is, uh, what are we at? 15 months. So May was when they started saying that. So you got, let's say June 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 months since they said it was going to be short term. It was transitory. It wasn't going to last long. And that's when it was only in the fives, right? It's almost, you know, 30% higher than it was then. So What's the excuse now? Well, it's almost like they're not even paying attention to it. You know, um, this was Biden yesterday, and this is what he had to say on the situation here. It's been good for the country, but I believe Republicans could have and should have joined us on this bill as well. After all, this bill cut costs for families help reduce inflation at the kitchen table, because that's what they look at, how much of their monthly bills and how much do they have to pay out for the necessity. So, uh, kitchen table prices went down. Okay, well, Joe, just in case you don't know, because obviously you don't, and obviously this dude is, is literally, as much as you can hate politicians, he is literally a talking head. He just spits out whatever they tell him to say, whether it's in his ear, a teleprompter, whatever the case may be. Over the last 12 months, okay, food index has jumped over 11%. That's on average. Your average food prices has gone up 11%. And I have to tell you, 11%, um, I, I have to wonder where they come up with these numbers. This is how you know that the way they they come up with the inflation percentage is bullshit. And I have to call bullshit on this food index number. And, and I'm going to say it like this. Okay. So, how much has your everyday food item? I don't care about the stuff you might buy once a month. The stuff you might buy salt. You know, stuff that you buy occasionally. I'm, everything's increased. I'm not saying whatever. But if... If the stuff that you buy occasionally hasn't increased as much as the stuff you buy every week or every other day or whatever the case may be, that's the reason prices are going up on this stuff is because money's just chasing products that aren't there still. It's still you still are trying to catch up with the supply or with the demand. So I don't know prices off the top of my head, but let's say last year butter was uh you know, three fifty a, a for a four pack, okay. On uh, and I'm talking about store brand butter, and my wife eats the shit out of butter. So we probably go through a pack of butter, which is you know four sticks, probably every other day. No, I'm joking. Probably I don't know what every two weeks or so, maybe. 
and, and I don't know if that's a lot or not. It seems like a lot to me because I don't really eat butter, but she loves it. So let's just say three fifty. I know it was around three fifty last year, and we and we probably go through it every two weeks or so. And she doesn't do a lot of baking. I just whatever. At any rate, that's something you buy every two or three weeks. Butter, right? Butter's now. I'm talking about store brand. I'm not talking about you know any kind of fancy butter brand or you know Land O'Lake. I'm just talking about you know store brand. Whether you go to Publix or Kroger or Winn Dixie, whatever. Walmart, you know, that shit is almost $5. Okay, so that's like a buck 50 increase. Okay. <laughs> that's more than 11%. All right. If it was 350 and and it went up a dollar something, that's like a 30 something percent increase. Okay. A bag of chips was, you know, what, four something last year. Now they're over 5 bucks. They went up a dollar or more in some cases. That's more than 11%. Beer, more than 11%. Bread, milk, eggs, more than 11%. So where are they getting these numbers from? They're taking the average grocery bill, not even grocery bill, they're taking the average products in a grocery store, everything, everything that a grocery store sells. And there probably are some things in there that haven't quite gone up. So like if, if uh, you know, a bag of chips went up 20%, 30%, or, or butter went up 30%, milk, eggs, you know, whatever, cheese, you might have uh, some random shit that's only went up 4%. That's how you get your average. Um, another thing I noticed, too, is grocery stores, like, okay, you know, we live in Florida, obviously, so we shop at Publix. People that live in Florida understand what I'm talking about. Um, if you've noticed, Publix used to live on the BOGO, buy one, get one free. Lately, you haven't, you haven't uh, seen, seen BOGOs. You know, they're occasional. I'm not saying they don't have them at all, but it used to run their ad was BOGO. Not everything, but a lot of it. Now it's, you know, let's say if it was 50% before, it might be 30% now or 20 25%. Like you see a lot more two for whatever or buy two, get one free. And people aren't buying like that because... <laughs> If I wanted three things, you know, you know what I'm saying? So even that kind of equates into the price and the reason people aren't buying stuff. But, you know, just to uh, show you how, how out of touch these people are. So yesterday, Biden had their uh, Inflation Reduction Act celebration, right? In the meantime, now this was yesterday. So yesterday, you had the inflation numbers came out. In the morning, I think around eight thirty in the morning, the um, this this uh, event was in the afternoon, so it wasn't like they didn't know. Not to mention the fact that they probably had the numbers the day before, so they knew going into this what the numbers were. And of course, they had to celebrate their Inflation Reduction Act as uh, the CPI unexpectedly climbed to eight point three. Now, granted, you could sit here and say. Well, Don, I don't understand because the uh, 8.3 was lower than it was last month. It was 8.5. Yeah, they were expecting it to be around 8%. Okay? So, that's a loss. We're going into the fourth quarter of the year. Not yet, but after September, we start the fourth year, fourth quarter of the fiscal year. We've already had two quarters of negative 
GDP, right? What do you think is going to happen when this when this next quarter closes, when the third quarter closes, and we're at a and it's still losing in the GDP? They didn't want to say it was a recession. What are they going to say now? So, you know, Biden was slammed for the White House celebration of Democrat uh, Democrats Inflation Reduction Act Tuesday. The same day, higher than expected inflation in August was announced. At the event of the White House lawn, Biden and, uh, said the Inflation Reduction Act was the single most important legislation passed in the Congress to combat inflation and one of the most significant laws in our nation's history. Okay, so I'll say this about that. The Inflation Reduction Act is crap, number one. But even if you want to run and say whatever you want to say about the Inflation Reduction Act and say it's going to reduce inflation. It's not, but let's just, for shits and giggles, we'll say it is. Obviously, their argument should have been and could have been, but they're too fucking stupid to even come up with a good bullshit lie. Well, we just signed it. It's not going to be effective immediately. It's going to take some time to decrease the the inflation. In the meantime, you have the Fed's about to raise interest rates again. We're, we're going to see, mark my words, before the end of this year or by the beginning of next year, we're going to see um, uh, inflation rates higher than what we were at the end of Carter's and the beginning of Reagan's administration. And you say, well, Reagan was a, was a Republican. Man, look at, look at that. Was, well, because he had to fix the shit that he walked into. And it's going to be the same thing for, I mean, <laughs> we're not even at the end of Biden's presidency. We still got two years, two plus years. Okay? Things weren't this bad until the end of Jimmy Carter's presidency. And the funny thing about this is, or I, I don't know that I want to use the word funny, but the crazy thing about this is, Jimmy's, these numbers, these technical, the numbers on paper, I guess you could say, the 8.3 and the 8.5 and the 9.1 are equally as bad as what Jimmy Carter put up in the 70s, late 70s, and uh, I think 79, 80 were the, were the numbers, uh, and were comparable. Their numbers compared to that same year, percentage-wise. The crazy thing is, is since then, since the late 70s, early 80s, 80s, they readjusted the calculations. So the actual number is a lot higher than 7.8 point, whatever. We're probably, and I've been saying this, we're probably in the double digits. And I'm not talking about like a 10. It's probably closer to 20%. Upper teens, lower 20s. Anywhere from 18 to 22% if I had to guess. If they use the old way of calculating stuff. In the meantime, this ha- this doesn't include your electric bill if you rent, if you have a an adjusted, adjusted uh rate mortgage um your gas is still high oh it's gone down at buck 30 it's still 350 360 a gallon joe it was in the twos last year and it was lower than that when you became president so stop the bullshit not to mention the fact that every month when this happens what happened yesterday at the stock market 20 12 percent or i'm sorry 1200 down for uh what was it four percent decrease worst day since june of 20 but um so whose fault is it now who are we blaming this on what's is it trump is it putin is it biden 
you know, um, so, uh, let me just read on here. The team, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Biden's White House celebration of a bill that will make inflation far worse while claiming it reduces inflation is basically the, mu the musicians putting the deck chairs out to play on the Titanic, takes on water, prepares to sink into the abyss. Um, and it's true. I'm not going to keep reading this article. I mean, it's just other people's opinions. I'll just give you mine. Biden's fucking crazy. It's not, and I say Biden. Biden Biden has nothing to do with this other than he's basically the spokesperson for what's going on. Um, and you know it's bad when even your, your allies in media, so to speak, are against you. Now, I, we have always said that, you know, you have the media. You have, you know, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whoever. And their factions... Like, uh, you know, I've heard people call MSNBC as MSDNC and CNN is the Clinton News Network. And, you know, and you could say the same thing about Fox and OAN and Newsmax. I, I get it. Whatever. But very rarely do you see your, your cohorts in media saying <laughs> the bad part out loud. Um, I've got two clips here from MSNBC. And, you know, it, to their credit, they're at least not trying to sugarcoat it and make it sound like it's better than it really is. Good morning. A tough day to have the big Inflation Reduction Act event, as they did at the White House, with this number that came out yesterday. Housing, food, all kinds of uh, sectors seeing inflation. Gas prices are down, which was some good news over the last couple of months, but a tough number yesterday. A tough I'm going to interrupt real quick. Gas prices are down, but not versus last year. Things that these people try to sugarcoat this with and not know the fucking shit they're talking about is this. It's not versus last month. It's not versus two months ago. It's versus last year. This month, August of 22 versus August of 21. <laughs> it's not versus um, last month. So gas prices being down don't mean shit because they're still a dollar something higher than they were this time last year number yesterday it's interesting because they knew the number was coming yesterday and yet they scheduled the event so uh and then here's the other clip this is from a i don't know these people so i'm just it's from msnbc the you prices know, whatever, are still out of control is. and that hits a lot of people really week to week you could black out the news you could stop paying attention to whatever you can't ignore that everything costs more than it did last year. Here's the headline. Inflation stubbornly high. Wages not keeping pace with these fast-rising prices, which they note is also an uncomfortable truth for a president who promised to make real wage gains a centerpiece of his economic program. So, and that's another thing. What was it a year, two years ago? We need 50, you know, all the minimum wage people. We need $15 an hour. We need $15 an hour. We said here on this show, that's going to cause prices of stuff to go up. In the meantime, you go to your local Walmart, you go to your local grocery stores, they're installing the shit out of um, self-checkouts. There's your $15 an hour. Go to McDonald's. They have kiosks. You barely even have people. I'm not saying there's nobody working in the store. I was getting um, ads for investment companies into robotic technologies to for burger flippers and fry, you know, for robotic um, burger flippers and fry makers or whatever. They're eliminating jobs in these fast food industries, these minimum wage paying jobs because McDonald's and Burger King, Wendy's, whatever, they don't want to pay 
$15 an hour. They do because they have to. Now, they don't even have to by law, but yet not yet, but they have to to be able to stay competitive and have people come work for them. But even then, so I, I was just thinking about this while I was playing. Let's go back to the inflation calculator. And let's look at August versus two years ago. Okay, so if if your if your inflation is is based on month year ago, so like we're looking at August, August of right now, just this past August was eight point three. That's versus August of last year. Okay, August of twenty twenty, inflation was at one point three. So you're already talking about an in, inflation uh, inflation rate from a 1.3 in 20 to a 5.3 in 21 to an 8.3. So over a two-year period, how high is it, right? And you can't even say, oh, well, 2020 was COVID and, you know, people weren't doing this, that, and everything. Okay, cool. In 19... There was no COVID because COVID didn't hit till the till the beginning of twenty, right? One point seven. August of eighteen, two point seven. August of seventeen, one point nine. So, where's your argument? Let me see if I can find this uh, this uh, calculator real quick again. Um, where is it at? Where you at, Mister Calculator? Here it is. All right, so I'm going to just put in 2020 versus 22. So right now versus 2020, two years ago, the inflation rate is over 14%. And that's my point. The guy on MSNBC said, well, gas prices are down. Okay, gas prices are lower in August than they were in July. True. But gas prices in August of 22 aren't lower than they were in August of 21 or 20 for that matter, or even 19 or even 18. So if you want to use a true number, you know, go back to 20. Don't even use last year's number because of COVID. Go back to 20. If you want to even be slick about it, go back to 19. 15.8%. Almost 16%. So they're constantly lying to you. They're going to keep passing bills. I, I heard a thing today, which <laughs> totally makes sense. So I, I just got my electric bill for, uh, for this month. It's due in October. And um, our electric bill includes water and garbage and whatever. So when I give you this number, keep in mind, it, it, it's all of that. It's not just the electric aspect. It's garbage and water. And uh, our electric bill was 260, which for us is actually pretty good because we we had been having air conditioner problems, and our bill was upwards of 400 bucks prior. So I'll take 260 all day long. Well, in the town I live in, they we have a our own electric company. We don't have like a uh, bigger electric. It's the city has its own electric company, and uh, they raised the fuel rates. They've done it twice now since May. And, uh, you know, whatever. I can't, you can't blame them. That's everyone, you know, I get on there and people are bitching on Facebook about the electric company. Oh, thanks. Thanks. What are you going to do? It's, they use natural gas. It, it is what it is. I mean, I'm not happy about it, but you can't blame the electric company. At any rate, so they raised the, 
the uh, the fuel charge like two cents. So $120 of my bill, because they just raised it. So we used basically the same amount of electricity this month on this bill than we did the, the bill before. This bill is almost 300 bucks. So it went up like 30 bucks, $32. It's like 290 something. So, okay, it only went up 30 bucks, whatever. <laughs> we used, if you look at the kilowatts used, we used about the same. I mean, literally within like five, about the same. <laughs> I think we used 1,590 something last month and we used right at 1,600 this month. So, I mean, it was literally within five or six kilowatts. Our bill went up 30 bucks from last year, or I'm sorry, from last month. And it's all because of the, sur the fuel charge. It has nothing about 120 of, the, of this bill, $120 of the bill is fuel charge. <laughs> That's all it is, just fuel. So I, I heard a thing today or yesterday, whenever it was, and I can't for life remember what I was listening to, but so just go with me on this one. But uh, what's, what's going to be the new thing? So this whole summer, you've heard, you know, about California and different parts of the country, uh, you know, a, a summer electric emergency. Uh, don't charge your cars. Don't do this. You know, keep your air conditioner at 78 or whatever. And uh, people, you know, freaking out. And it's summertime. Okay, I get it. I get it. Trust me. I live in Florida. I get it. I don't have to worry about charging my car because, you know, I have a good old-fashioned uh, gas guzzler. But nonetheless, as bad as the heat is, you can live with the heat. It sucks. Trust me. But you can live with it. What happens in these states, not so much Florida or Southern California or parts of wherever, but what happens up north when they're, they're having these emergencies now and their electric draw, uh, draw isn't as, as heavy as it is in the wintertime? It gets cold. People die. You know, you can't take hot showers. You can't keep warm. So will it, will it be a thing with instead of getting your COVID uh, re relief handout, whatever it was called. Will they give you a, a, uh, a utilities tax credit or not tax credit, but like a, a relief bill where you get a stimulus for your, for your, for your electric bill. Now, some of y'all might be saying, Hey, that sounds pretty good. Let's do that. I'll tell you now, like I told you back then about the stimulus, <laughs> you're going to pay for it. Don't, there's, there's no such thing as free money. Okay. It's going to cost you, and it's costing us now. That's part of this inflation. That's part of the reason why we're in the shape we're in. And we talked about this last year when everyone was clamoring for their, their $1,400 checks. Not saying it's your fault. It was money. You got money in, the, in your bank account. I get it. What are you going to do, not take it? Now, I suggested that instead of you going buying a big screen or pissing it away on stuff is to go maybe – Buy some gold or some silver. Now you can sit there and say, whatever, dude. Okay, cool. But if you bought a TV, that TV's only going to last so long. If you had that gold or silver, if you had taken $1,400 and bought an ounce of gold, you might be sitting all right right now. And I know some people are going to listen to this and be like, whatever, dude. I'm not pimping a gold company. And I even personally say, don't buy gold online. Don't go to these 
you listen to different podcasts and they say, oh, I'll use such and such gold and go to thisgold.com and thatgold.gov and this gold, whatever. I'm against that. Number one, you need physical gold, which I know some of these companies do. Some of them, it's a certificate. I would never do a certificate. But even more so, with you see what's going on with a Visa and MasterCard tracking your gun sales now and turning that information over to whomever. What do you think's going on when you buy gold? I mean, even if you use your debit card and it's a it's a Visa or whatever, it's tracking. Okay, I called McGillicuddyGold.com and ordered uh, two ounces of gold. And I put it on my, uh, use my debit card or put it on my credit card for that matter. Okay, well now they know that you just bought two ounces of gold. So when the gold, uh, you know, rescue plan, when they come knocking at your door like they did back in the 40s and won all your gold and silver that you bought, you, you're going to sit there and say, I didn't, I don't have any gold or silver. Uh, well, sir, according to this, back in, you know, August of 22, you bought four ounces of gold or five ounces of silver or whatever. So I've always said, if you're going to do these things, if you're going to buy gold or silver or whatever, don't go to the pawn shop. Don't go to the flea, flea market. I would guarantee you just about anyone listening to this lives in a town. And I, and I say a town, even if you live in a small town, you live by a bigger area close enough that you could drive. Like I said, where I live, there's a gold coin shop that he sells rare coins and whatever. And, and you don't have to buy any rare coins. Just buy coins that are silver or gold or whatever the case, whatever you have the money for. Then there's no, and, and if you can, preferably pay cash. That way there's no record of you buying said gold or silver. And I'm not saying you got to go out there and go crazy and, you know, you know, hack, hawk something to, to go buy this. I'm not saying that. If you have an extra hundred bucks, 200 bucks, you can buy a couple ounces of silver. If you have more, buy more, buy some gold. It's not going to kill you if you have the extra money laying around. If you do, I know times are tough. If you do and you want to buy gold and or silver, do it that way. Don't buy it online. I'm not saying that because I don't have any sponsors, but mainly because, you know, I don't have any sponsors. Oh, <laughs> but anyway, so the fact, the thing that kills me is we're in a, an election year. Was it 50 something days, I think, till the midterms. And it's almost like these Democrats don't even care. It's like they know they're going to win or they don't care. There's something going on here. And I've been saying this for a while that it, it just, <laughs> I can't wrap my head around the way they are handling things. They keep pushing these agendas. They keep doing the things they're doing. And forget about what the FBI is doing. We'll get into that in a second. I'm just talking about the inflation and all this stuff that's going on. It's almost like they're not worried about the election because no matter what happens, either A, there's not going to be an election, B, the fix is already in, which you know a lot of people would say, Chris would say, yeah, the fix is in. It's, they already know they're going to win. And I'm not saying they're wrong. I've never seen a side, no matter what side you're on, being told they're going to lose. And then not give a shit. And this is what I'm talking about. Here's Nancy Pelosi. Kitchen table items for America's working families. Mr. President, thank you for unifying and inspiring 
a vision of a stronger, fairer, safer future for all, for our children. Your extraordinary leadership has made this glorious day possible. I, that's an applause line. How sad is that? Where she has to say something and then remind them to clap. Like, I, I guess they didn't have the applause meter up behind her, so she has to <laughs> let them know. Clap. Jill was applauding. <laughs> and let us salute Leader Schumer, his colleagues in the Senate, for their extraordinary leadership and the success in bringing this bill forward. That's an applause. Yeah. There's, I mean, this is my point. They're so delusional. They're so full of shit. Even the people that are there, that are there for them. It's not like they are at a mall in uh, Tucson, Arizona, and they just happen to stop a bunch of people. These are people that are there for them. And they're not even clapping until they're told to clap. Clap, minions. Clap. <laughs> you know, a bunch of fucking barking seals. Now, it started to make me thinking about this and then into the things that other things that have been going on. And what is the one thing that they constantly tell the people like us, Trump, you know, the MAGA, 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 what are they, MAGA Republicans, you know, whatever. If, pretty much if you're against them, you're a MAGA Republican. Whether you like Trump, you don't like Trump, you're voting for DeSantis if he runs, you're voting for whatever, 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 whatever. If you're against them, you're a fascist, MAGA Republican, ultra MAGA, whatever the case may be. So I started thinking, <laughs> what is, we, we hear this, it's, it's much like when you disagree with somebody, even if you're, you're white and they're white and you disagree with them, you're a racist. Have you noticed that? Have you noticed that one? So whatever. What's a fascist? I mean, racist is pretty obvious. Like, I mean, if you're white and you don't like other people of color, whether they're black, Asian, Hispanic, whatever, you're racist, right? That's an easy one. Now, if you disagree with somebody in an argument, that doesn't make you racist. That just makes you right or wrong. Um, fascist. We've, we've been hearing this word fascist. You're fascist. You're, we're, we're Antifa. What is Antifa? Anti-fascist, right? So we're against fascism. What is fascism? So when we think of fascism, we think we automatically go to Hitler, right? So for shits and giggles, take Wikipedia for what it's worth. I get it. I go on Wikipedia. What's fascism? I'm going to read their definition of fascism. But if you can get past a little bit of it, pay attention to the words that I'm going to say. So fascism, the definition that they give, is a far-right, authoritarian, ultra-nationalistic political ide ideology and movement characterized by a dictatorial leader. Okay, so let's stop there for a second. So you read that right about that's Trump, far right, authoritarian, ultra nationalistic. I'll say this about that. I don't think you should have any problem with no matter what country you live in. If you're a leader, if you're in America, we're, we're, we're heard all around the world. Whatever country you guys live in, if your president, prime minister, whatever, whoever leads you guys says we are 100% American or we are 100% Australian or English or whatever the case may be. You are considered a nationalist. 
Is there something wrong with that? If you're an American president, if you're Joe Biden or Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or, you know, PCGC, which, you know, I would make a great president, by the way. <laughs> if you were, you know, like Trump, you know, make America great. I love this country. Hugging the flag, kissing the flag. America, America, America. We need to put up a wall, keep these people out. They want to come in. They got to come in the right way. If you're, if you're spouting those things, you're a nationalist, right? But every country is like that, right? Zelensky is like that. Thus, the whole situation going on in Ukraine. Most countries are like that. They, they have no problem with people coming to their country. Just do it the right way, right? Authoritarian, far right. I, I don't understand what makes someone far right or far left. Um, so, I mean, it basically has to do with being a nationalist, essentially. So, whatever. Uh, dictatorial leader. So... I guess that would be like Putin, uh, what's the dude in China, Xi Jinping, whatever, uh, North Korea, you know, Cuba, I mean, different countries. So, obviously, they would say Trump, right? Uh, autocracy, um, autocracy, I should say, I'm sorry. Militarism, okay, so you want a strong, strong military, that makes you a fascist. Forcible suppression of opposition. Okay, so this is where I want you to pay attention. So centralized autocracy. So what is what is autocracy? It's a system of government in which absolute power over a state is concentrated in the hands of one person whose decisions are subject neither to external legal restraints nor to regularized mechanic, mechanisms of popular control. Okay, kind of like a president that tells you you need to mask up and president tells you you got to get the shot and the president tells you kind of like that. I got you. Militarism is a belief or desire that a government or a people that a state should maintain a strong military capability and to use its aggression to expand national interest and or values. It may also imply the glorification of the military and the ideals of a professional military class. Kind of like going to the Middle East and, you know, boss hogging your way around there. Or going to, uh, you know, these different parts of the world and doing the same thing. Right. Okay, got you, got you, got you. I would say that if you want to say fascism is a far right thing, I would say fascism is a leadership thing because militarism falls on the right and the left. Probably even more so the left nowadays than it was before. Forcible suppression of opposition. Okay? And that's going to lead me into the next subjects of stuff I have to talk about. Uh, belief in natural society hierarchy. Uh, subordination of individual interest for the perceived good of the nation, race, and strong uh, society and the economy. Okay. I'm not going to read all of this. I just wanted to read that first part. And the reason being is this. So, um, forcible suppression of opposition. So, we go into this story. So, this is um, Steve Bannon. So, he was on Charlie Kirk the other day. 
and uh, he drops pretty pretty big bombshell, which was un you know unproven or unstantiated at the time. But I'll play this and then we'll, we'll talk about senior it. members of MAGA, uh, Republicans, supporters of Donald Trump uh, that were roll you know the FBI rolled in on right when they didn't need to do it. Remember, all these people have lawyers. All their lawyers are very well known. No. The jackbooted Gestapo has got to show up at their door and uh, and make a big display of this. So there's so much going on that people don't even know at so many levels on yeah, uh, so trying to put people in, in bankruptcy, trying to deplatform them, oh, yes. all of it. And quite frankly, I think that's what's so powerful about you guys having this great reset conference because this is really what it's about. This is this globalist apparatus. That's right. This is the American arm of that, the Biden regime. And what they're trying to do is shut down everybody, whether it's Alex Jones, Charlie Kirk, Steve Bannon, mm -hmm. Tucker Carlson, Donald Trump. They're trying to use lawfare, financial terrorism, uh, le the, you know, everything legally, and quite frankly, up to assassinations. That's why they're swatting people uh, like crazy. So we got That's our right. work cut out for us. And if we blink, if you blink, it's over. So screw them. I spit right in their eye. I could care less. We're coming. We're rolling, and we're rolling hard, baby. So it's interesting. So 35 Trump, you know, and I have a new number for you. It's up to 50, actually. So you think, well, okay, we've heard of, of a few recently, you know, Bannon being one of them. Who, who's these other people? Well, um, where was it at? I thought I had it. Um, I didn't. I thought I had it, but I didn't. <laughs> so you had it. There was a lady. I thought I had the story, so I guess I guess I did not save it, but um, who was just raided the other day? God bless, I thought I had it. Oh, here it is here. As we told you a moment ago, is one of the many Trump supporters who woke up to an FBI raid earlier this month, and we are grateful that she's willing to join us to tell us. This was off of Tucker Carlson Lisa, the other day. Lisa, thank you so much for coming on. So I, I just want to be clear that you have not committed a crime of any this kind. This is just regular person. This isn't anyone. This isn't. I don't think you're even in Washington. Uh, Trump. Tell us how you worker, felt. Joe Biden's she went on the staff. Guns at your home the morning after his speech. I was terrified, and I'll be honest with you. When my daughter woke me up, telling me there were three armed FBI officers at my door, I thought she was joking, and I immediately tried to throw clothes on. I called my husband. I was crying. My knees were shaking, and even though I knew I'd done nothing wrong, after seeing Joe Biden's speech the night before, I thought, oh, my God, this is political, and I was frightened. I truly thought, they can take me out of here in handcuffs, and I thought, yes. I'm in my bedroom. I thought, am I not coming home? So I went outside, and I said, gentlemen, you're scaring me, and they proceeded to tell me that they were given an anonymous tip that I was at the Capitol on January 6th. Even though, of course, as we said, they knew you weren't because they had facial recognition software and there's no evidence and it's almost two years ago. Do you know who this anonymous tip, this snitch who turned you into federal law enforcement for supporting Trump on Facebook might be? No, I know nothing. And I invited them into my home so I could look at my phone and my calendar. And I have subsequently called the FBI office in Newark to just document or know for sure that it really was FBI agents at my home, and it was. And they said it was an anonymous tip, but they won't tell me anything else. Yeah, because there are not enough law enforcement concerns right now with 107,000 Americans dying of fentanyl uh, last year. Lisa Gallagher, I know it takes bravery to come on and... Exp so this is just a regular person.
Now, evidently, she made a post on Facebook, on her personal Facebook account, criticizing Joe Biden's speech from two weeks ago. I would assume, if I had to guess, one of her friends, quote-unquote, on Facebook, probably saw her criticism. I have no idea what she said. I'm not, does, doesn't matter. And that person probably turned her into the FBI and said, oh, she was at the Capitol on January 6th. So this is just a regular person. This isn't someone that worked for Trump or did anything for Trump. She was just She's just a regular chick in, I'm assuming, New Jersey that's a Trump supporter, probably has family or friends that aren't, and probably was one of it's probably somebody that she knows if they if the fbi would have said oh it was bob johnson that turned you in said you was at the capitol ball bob johnson that's my cousin it's literally going to be like that folks just know everything that you post on facebook or twitter just even the little stupid things the memes you know i got in trouble for posting a meme yesterday i don't care whatever they're going to come knocking at doors. Why do you think they spent all this money and dropped 87,000 new uh, IRS agents in? One of the reasons for that versus, say, the FBI is the, the uh, IRS can actually repossess things from you under the guides of whatever. The FBI can't do that. The FBI can knock on your door. The FBI can, you know, uh, pull up and meet you outside of told parties. told you last night that the Biden administration has politicized law enforcement to the point where it feels Soviet, and we were not overstating it. The FBI has just raided the guy who sells pillows on this channel, not because the pillows were bad, but because they don't like who we voted for. Matt Finn is tracking the developments. So... That is Mike Lindell, right? The My Pillow guy. So FBI tracks down Mike Mike Lindell on a hunting trip, surrounds his car and seizes his cell phone. So he was heading home from a hunting trip with a friend. Lindell said uh, he was at a Hardee's in Minnesota, and his words: cars pulled up in front of us, to the side of us, and behind us, and said they're either. You know, Mike Lindell says they're either bad guys or the FBI. He said, well, it turns out they're the FBI. So he says, I can't even imagine that you would take someone's phone because they want me to be a witness in the Tina Peters case, but I'm not a witness. They just want my phone. Tina Peters is, she was a uh, clerk in Arizona, a uh, a uh, voting clerk. I can't think of the word I'm looking for, but... Um, and she's being indicted for by you know for the Dominion situation. So uh, Lindell and his latest uh, Trump al- uh, is the latest Trump ally to receive a warrant or subpoena by the FBI. Last week, the DOJ, Biden's DOJ, hit dozens of Trump aides and allies with subpoenas as part of their investigations into efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election over claims of fraud that handed Joe Biden the White House, as well as a run up to the J6-21 Capitol riot. Interesting how the DOJ waited more than 18 months right before midterms to initiate legal action against Trump world. And Biden uh, said he wouldn't weaponize the DOJ. Uh, 
Right. Right. Yeah. So, it, the point is this. They're coming after all of us. I'm still doing this show. Granted, I'm not Charlie Kirk. I'm not Tucker Carlson. I'm not Steve Bannon. I'm not any of these guys. But neither was that lady that had a knock at her door in the middle of the night by the FBI. Right? She's just some chick that someone... And like I said, if you have Facebook, which a lot of us do. I have Facebook. I get it. I don't have a shit ton of friends on Facebook because my, my thing is this. I, at one time or another, I thought for some reason it was important to have a high number. Like, oh, I need to have 1,000. I need to have 2,000 friends. I don't need to. I just need to have people on there that I know. And if I don't know you, <laughs> I don't want to know you, right? Uh, and we can agree to disagree on certain things. That's fine. The problem is, is I, and I don't know this lady from, from Adam. The problem is this. She very well got turned in by a family member or a friend, a person that she actually knows. I have no idea how many friends she has on Facebook. She could have 100 friends. She could have 10,000 friends. I don't know. I'd be willing to bet that the night of his speech, she got on there and said whatever about the you know Hitler, Hitler-esque speech that he gave. She made a comment, put up a meme, whatever the case may be. Someone probably in her family or her close circle of friends said, this is bullshit. This damn bitch put this stuff up, and I'm turning her into the FBI. I'm going to say, and it might not even be a friend like this she hangs out with. It's just someone that she knows. Either she went to school with them or, you know, whatever. I'm going to turn that bitch in. I'm going to call the FBI and say she was at J6. I'm going to say it. Watch. Watch. And they're knocking on the door. You saw the thing a week or so ago of Marjorie Taylor Greene being swatted. You've heard about um, Tim Poole being swatted. What they're trying to do, and even Steve, Steve Bannon alluded to this about committing suicide, or not suicide, but quote-unquote uh, Clinton side, right? What they're trying to do is swat enough people where... I'll say this about that. If you come to my house, and I'm not expecting company. So, like, right now, I'm home alone. I'm like Macaulay Culkin, right? Difference is, I'm not going to throw a paint can at jazz, right? If you come to my house, number one, I very rarely answer the door. If, I don't ex- if I'm not expecting company, if I know I'm getting an Amazon package or a delivery of some sort, okay. Even then, I don't answer the door. You can leave it at the door. If... You're coming to my house unannounced. You can believe that my ass is answering the door with a gun in my hand. I'm sorry about your luck. It doesn't mean I'm going to open the door and point the gun at your head. Don't come to my house unannounced. Text me. If you know me and you're coming to my house, that's the only people that should be coming here is people that know me. You shoot a text. You call me. Hey, buddy, I'm heading over. Hey, uh, whatever. Don't just randomly show up, okay? Um, number one. Number two, know if you do randomly show up at my house, there's a gun on the other side of that door. You won't see it unless you need to see it. And that's what they're wanting to have happen. They're wanting people 
to be swatted, whether they're me or MTG or Mike Lindell or this chick up in New Jersey, whatever. They're wanting you to come to the door with that gun, let them see that gun, and then they can shoot you. Now, I'm not saying that, well, I am saying that these FBI agents, it's it's really hard. Like, you're hearing a lot, defund the FBI. And it's very counterproductive, in my opinion, for, for, how, for a solid year after George Floyd's uh, untimely demise. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, that, that's all we heard. Defund the police, defund the police, defund the police, defund the police. Now look at your fucking shithole fucking cities you live in, right? Good good job on defunding those police. But now, and that's the left saying that, defund the police, defund the police. And I would say to that argument, and I've said to that argument, you guys are fucking crazy. You defund the police, you're going to be in a world of chaos. If anything, we need better training. I mean, it's very, oddly enough, it's very easy to get into the police department. Why is that? Well, it's because just like any other job in this country, they're shorthanded and they need people. So you try to do your best, your due diligence on on screening and training, but it kind of, you know, one of them might slip through the crack. And just because you have one bad cop do something doesn't mean that they're all bad. With that being said, you have people on the right now calling for the FBI to be defunded. And I say that's stupid. Do they need to be retrained? Do, do, does there need to be a lot of firings? Probably. Do we need to disband the FBI? I can't imagine. Um, you need that law and order. The problem is this. The DOJ runs the FBI. The DOJ, the, the leader of the Department of Justice, is your attorney general, right? That is... In my opinion, I think, like in the state of Florida, for example, I don't know how it is in all the states in the country, the attorney general is elected by the constituents of this state. It's not like we elect um, Ron DeSantis as governor, and then he picks an attorney general, and then she has to, he or she, it's a she in our state, but she has to go through Senate confirmation and all that bullshit. That's not how it works and, and that's in Florida. I don't know if it's like that in every state. So just pardon my ignorance. I'm speaking on Florida. It's an elected position. In my opinion, I think a lot of these cabinet... That's actually a good point, Don. I'm glad you brought that up. Thank you. Oh, talking to myself. I think these cabinet positions should be elected positions. Especially your main cabinet, maybe not all 52, however many fucking cabinet positions are, but your, your main ones, your, DOJ, your attorney generals, your you know secretary of state, those types of cabinet positions, those are big deal. Like secretary of state, if I'm not mistaken, is like fourth in line to be president. So like in this example, you have, you have uh, Trump, or, <laughs> my bad, yeah, Biden, right, president. So if, if something happens to him, you got Kamala. If something happens to her, then I think it goes Pelosi. God help us. We're in a fucking quadrifective, I don't know if that's a word, but it is today, of fuckery. Because then you got Nancy Pelosi, and if she can't do it, then you got Anthony Blinken. We're pretty much fucked. But nonetheless, you have um, Biden elected, uh, supposedly. Kamala 
you know, a tag-along election. Nancy Pelosi, elected by her people in San Fran, and then elected by her people in Congress to be the Speaker of the House. And then you have Anthony Blinken, who I'm pretty sure in the succession is number four, is a hired position, hired by the president. Granted, he's got to go through vetting and uh, Senate confirmations and all that bullshit. I get that. But what if Secretary of State, Attorney General, um, I, don't, I don't know that you need, I don't know exactly, to be honest with you, um, how many um, cabinet positions there are, but Google's about to tell me, so sugar water, 15. So 15 executive departments. Okay, so um, let's see, does it tell me? So Department of Agriculture, Department of Commerce, Department of Defense, Education, Energy, Health and Human Services, Homeland Security, um, Housing and Urban Development, Interior, Justice. So I would say this. I think, in my personal opinion... I mean, you got Department of State, Department of Transportation, Department of Treasury, uh, Veteran Affairs. That's pretty much it. So, in my personal opinion, I think Department of Treasury, Department of State, so I'd be Secretary of State, um, DOJ, so your Attorney General, and your Homeland Security, and your Defense, Department of Defense. I would say at least those four positions should be elected. I think you should run for... Secretary of State. I think you should run for Attorney General. Run for Defense Secretary. Why not? Earn that position. Not be handed that. Now, I would say uh, fucking Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland, he's got a grind. He's got an axe to grind. He is... And so he feels some sort of way about all these motherfuckers because of uh, he was uh, selected by Barack to be the next uh, justice when um, Scalia uh, magically passed away. And um, I think he feels some sort of way about Trump and all his people. And the the thing is this. If you think... And when I say you, I'm talking about senators and congressmen and congresswomen and whoever that's listening to this. This isn't going to stop. All of this is being done, and I've said it time and time again, to get Trump to stop. Trump to not be able to run. Okay? What does Mike Lindell and Lisa whatever and, you know, these people, what do these people have to do with anything? What do they have to do with Trump running or not running? Nothing. Because it's not, as much as it is about Trump running or not running, it's about punishing all of us. And don't be surprised if you've ever posted a meme, said anything, done anything on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. Don't be surprised when you get a knock on the door. I'll be honest with you. I don't post a lot of stuff. We post stuff on the show page on Facebook at Don't Tread on America on Facebook. Instagram, Don't Tread on America on Facebook. (laughs) And uh, we don't post a shit ton. 
we post maybe one or two things every now and again, unless we get a wild hair brass and we go a little crazy. Um, but if you share those items, if you post your own stuff, if you got on there the other day after his Hitler-esque type speech and said something, if you're bitching about the gas price, if you it, trust me when I tell you, don't be surprised if you get a knock on your door, if you get a letter from the IRS. I, I'll be honest with you. I'm home alone. I'm not scared. I mean, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm fine. I've said this time and time again. I've already been supposed to die. I don't know if that's correct grammar, but I don't give a shit. I'm drinking some Buffalo Trace, and you guys can say sugar water. <laughs> um, I'm not even supposed to be here. Okay? Uh, my fear is this. When I leave for work, I leave early in the morning, or if you want to call it late at night. I don't want my wife to have to deal with that when I'm not home. Number one. Number two, I don't want to get woke up in the middle of my sleep and have to deal with this bullshit because I'm saying words, because I'm posting things. If I'm not mistaken, if I, I could be wrong, I mean... I, I, I'm not saying I'm right, but I, I could be wrong. But I'm pretty sure, in the words of Billy Joe, I may be right. And I may be crazy. But let's, let's look here. First, amendment. First Amendment provides the Congress to make no laws respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free, its free exercise, protection of freedom of speech, the press assembly and the right to petition the government for for redress of grievances, i.e., voting fraud, i.e., shitty speeches by a red demon in front of a fucking Independence Hall, i.e., COVID lockdowns, and you arrest ministers for practicing their religions. Okay, know this. Once this first and or second amendment go away, we are fucked as a nation. Okay? When they come banging at your door and they give you some bullshit rhetoric about someone gave an anonymous whatever about whatever, tell them to go fuck themselves. Because <laughs> I'm telling you right now, you have the right. As long as you, I mean, what is it? You can't say fire in a, in a movie theater, right? You can't threaten the life of somebody. You can't get on this microphone or on Facebook or Twitter or whatever fucking means you have to voice your opinion and say you're going to kill whomever. I get that. But I can oppose anything I want, whether you agree with it or not. Okay? I can oppose whatever I want. I could say Biden cheated and the election was stolen. I don't think Biden did anything, personally. I think the minions... And the powers that be placed Biden. Biden don't know what the fuck's going on. All he knows is if he shit his pants or not. And even then he probably doesn't know. I'll get in trouble for saying that. My point is this. I have the right to say that. It's what this country's built on. The right for me to be able to say those things. So. Just know. That you have the first amendment working for you. They're going to come knocking. You have the Second Amendment too. My advice to you is this, and I'm not a lawyer, 
So that's just my personal advice. Your best bet is to do two things. Go to Walmart, go to Home Depot, go to Lowe's, wherever you shop, and buy you a couple of signs put in your house. In your, not in your house, but outside your house. No trespassing. No solicitors. Okay? Put those, if you have a fenced-in yard, if your house is in the middle and you have a fence on either side of your house, put you a no trespassing sign on either side of your, on both sides, I shouldn't say either, on both sides of your house on the fence. Put a no soliciting sign on your front door. Okay? That helps give you some sort of legitimacy of you coming to your door or your backyard with a pistol or a shotgun or whatever you have. They're coming for us. This isn't what it looks like. It is exactly what it is. They're coming. They're trying to steal this election again. And they're not going to steal it the old-fashioned way. They're going to stop you from voting it. Because they know America's pissed off. All right, guys. With that being said, eh, <laughs> nothing like leaving you on a on a high note, right? It is September fourteenth, uh, two thousand and twenty-two. Please, guys, don't forget whatever podcast app you're listening to this on. If you could please, please subscribe. If you're on Apple and uh, Spotify, if you could leave us a five star rating. But most importantly, please share this with your friends and have them also subscribe. And uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker at Don't Tread on America. We have a website, DontTreadOnAmerica.com. And uh, if you want to follow us on the Twitter machine there, it's uh, DTOM underscore 1775. If you want to follow me, it's PCGC underscore 1775. Also, the TikTok, I don't really post anything other than drink videos. Just ways that we drink, make different drinks and whatnot. So if you have any drink suggestions, uh, hit us up on any of those platforms and say, hey, I got an idea, try this. Um, And then don't forget our sponsors, Maker's Mark Bourbon. Uh, Redcon1.com, promo code T20Cordimus, and Christian Lawson watches, fine luxury watches, ChristianLawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at checkout for 30% off, 30% 30 off. Check them out. And uh, guys, have a great day. I've got a show planned for Friday. Uh, It's not going to be a topical unless something happens. It's not going to be a topical. It's kind of going to be on the back of what we just talked about with the fascism and the the Biden Gestapo and the FBI and all the bullshit that's going on. And and things that are going on in the world as far as uh, King Charles being uh, whatever, crowned. I don't know the terminology. And I, and I mean no disrespect for the people that live in England. I, I just don't care. I'm sorry. I know it's y'all's king, it's y'all's queen. I get it. We're in America. We don't care. Okay? Sorry for your loss. She was 96. You should have seen it coming. We don't care that Charles is king, but I have something on that as far as him becoming king. So tune in Friday for that. And uh, in the meantime, you guys have a great day. And I will talk to you again then. Uh, Peace out.